my dad has been blowing Callie's mind with pictures of his backyard and the street where I grew up and the, and the neighborhood where I grew up because they got hit with a snowstorm a couple days ago, and it's nothing like Callie has ever seen. Well, I'm from the South. So, but you, 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 you have family in New Mexico and you said you went skiing there. Yeah. But it's not like that. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, how many inches did they get? It looks like I would say they probably got be 24 inches between yeah. two, two and a half feet of snow. Yeah. That's and, crazy. And it looks so beautiful. It really does. Like, it's really, really pretty. But if you grew up in that, what you know is it's eventually going to melt and that's going to leave like sloppy ice patches Mm -hmm. and it's going to be gross or whatever. When it's happening, like when it's really quiet and you can hear the snow falling, Mm -hmm. that's, it is beautiful. And, And my dad was sending pictures of, like the bird feeder in his backyard with covered in snow or like looking off of his front porch at the neighbor's you know, house across the street and they have a big tree, but it's just, I'm so over it. Like it's, I'm so, I don't know that I would ever be able to live in a place with that much snow. No, 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 no. Again. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for good neighbors because the neighbors, uh, on my dad's street. Well, actually, the neighbor who who comes over the most doesn't even live on my dad's street, but uh, used to live next door and comes over and, and shovels my dad's driveway every time so it snows. Nice. On Wednesday, he came over twice. That's how much it snowed. He shoveled the driveway in the morning and then came back before dinner and shoveled it again. And I say shoveled. He has a little tractor. Yeah. But he did it. And then the neighbor across the street, Tom, Shoveled his driveway once. And then T- poor T-Bird. We haven't even talked about this on the show. But T-Bird has got like a messed up back thing happening. From an accident 20 years ago. Right. And so her neighbor brought her breakfast yesterday. So, so nice. good neighbors are awesome. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for early bedtimes. I forgot that I had prepared a couple of things for the show to do on your birthday. And it just totally slipped my mind. So I will do them now. Okay. The first, I think you're very much going to enjoy, is uh, a video. And I can send you a link to the video if you want to put it in show notes. But it's a woman filming herself trying to get her baby to say mama. Oh, I saw that. In the dog? Yes. So do you think the dog is really? Totally. All right. So the video is a woman leaning over like a bassinet or a crib and the baby's in there and she's trying to get the baby to say mama. And there's a dog, a big old Rottweiler looking pup sitting off to the side. And the dog is like, oh my gosh, it's not that hard. Listen. Can you say mama, 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 (laughs) mama? Mama, 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 mama,
You can say mama, mama, mom. Good boy. (laughs) You know what's most remarkable about that to me is how unexcited she is about it. Like if if one of our dogs did that. Yeah. Wouldn't you be losing your mind? Yeah, but her dog probably does cool stuff all the time. Our dogs do cool things all the time. They don't say mama. Can you say mama, 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 You can say mama, mama, mama. Good boy. She's like, nice job. The other thing that I wanted to do on your birthday that I totally forgot is also dog related. You have been enamored with champ and major the president's dogs who are moving into the white house Mm -hmm. because they're german shepherds i love german shepherds they're either i don't know if they're purebred but they're whatever the mix is they're pretty close to they they look like german shepherds and one of them's a rescue dog yes which you're a big fan of so i know you have been fascinated about dogs in the white house love it i'm so fascinated like If our dogs moved in, like, could you imagine if one of us was elected president and we're in the White House and we're doing like a press count, one of those Rose Garden ceremonies and and somebody looks behind us and there's Sadie eating the poop of another dog Mm -hmm. in the Rose Garden, Mm -hmm. like that would happen to us. Right. Or Sadie might not go outside because that Marine One helicopter Too would, loud. Land, would land. She'll be like once. under a bed somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be like, take me back to Atlanta. So I found a bunch of random facts about dogs who live in the White House. Oh, I'm into this. That okay. I want to share with you. Uh, John Kennedy, John F. Kennedy had a mixed breed dog named Pushinka that was a gift from the Soviet leader Khrushchev. That's a pretty ballsy gift. Oh, what? Giving a dog? Yeah. Is a present? Yeah. I had somebody give me a hamster once. Ugh. That's weird. As an adult. It's, oh, wait. I kind of remember that. Was that when you were on the bird show? Yes. I had. Did you give it to a kid? I did. Okay. I had recently gotten divorced. I was living by myself for the first time in like 10 years. And a buddy of mine comes over and says, hey. I don't want you to get lonely. More than 10 years, like 15 years. Who was that? Uh, the guy that you don't like. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he thought he was being funny. And he said, hey, uh, I got you a present. And then gave me a hamster. Were you like, what am I supposed to do with this? Full on one of those little habit trail things with a tunnel. So How I'm, long did you keep it? So I'm like, a, I'm, I'm like a 38-year-old dude living in a bachelor pad with a hamster in a colorful habit trail. Did, um, what did you, how long did you have that thing? A month. And I gave it to a kid. Like I was in the elevator. I was living in a condo building and I was riding the elevator with it, with a neighbor. I'm like, do you want a hamster? <laughs> right in front of his mom too. His mom was like, what? I'm like, I have a hamster. His name is Mark Anthony. Oh my God. I totally forgot about that too. Oh, memories. Mark Anthony. So anyways, uh, John Kennedy, uh, got this gift from Soviet leader Khrushchev and before they would, the Secret Service would allow the dog in the White House, national security officials x-rayed the dog to make sure there were no listening devices, microphones, bombs. Oh, my gosh. Capsules of germs. Yep. Uh, so that dog ended up hooking up with his Welsh Terrier, and they had puppies, and he called them the Pupniks. 
because they're Russian. Uh, President Bush had a dog named Ranger, and uh, President Bush sent out this memo to the staff of the White House. It was the President of the United States who wrote this memo. Recently, Ranger was put on a weight reduction program. <laughs> Either that program succeeds or we enter Ranger and the Houston Fat Stock Show is a prime cow. <laughs> All offices should take a formal pledge that reads as follows. We agree to not feed Ranger. We will not give him biscuits. We will not give him food <laughs> of any kind. In addition, Ranger's access is restricted. He has been told not to wander the corridors without an escort that supplies to the east and west wings and to the resident uh, from the third floor to the very, very bottom of the basement. Although he will still be permitted to roam at Camp David, the staff, including the Marines, the naval personnel, and all civilians and children specifically are instructed to rat on anyone seeing seen feeding Ranger. Poor Ranger. Uh, he will be wearing a do not feed me sticker in addition to his Aww, ID. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I will, of course, report back to you on Ranger's fight against obesity. Right now, he looks like a blimp, a nice, friendly, appealing blimp, but a blimp. We need <laughs> your help. All hands, please, Mr. the President, Mr. Bush. Uh, <laughs> and probably the least well-behaved dog in the White House was Pete Who's Pete? Teddy Roosevelt's Bull Terrier Mix. Uh, in a ceremony uh, outside on the lawn of the White House, Pete pantsed the French ambassador <laughs> and chased him up a tree in 1906. That's something Lily would do. Uh, then following year, a Navy Department clerk uh, had a similar situation where he had to run away from Pete and at that point, they moved Pete to the Roosevelt family farm. Oh. Uh, Pete's not the only uh, first pet who has nipped someone. Barney. Uh, who is Barney? Is that a Bush I dog? I think it was, uh, yeah, George and Laura Bush, I think. Barney bit the finger <laughs> of a White House correspondent. Um, it happened on camera. Oh, my God. Uh, that was in 2008. And... Oh, yeah, it was President George W. Bush's dog. And Barney also attacked a police dog <laughs> who was at the White House. Uh, President Bush invited the police dog and the handler to the White or to the Oval Office for a photograph to smooth things over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was nice. So those that's the history of police dogs living in the White House. I love that so much. I saw a very cool story. That I wanted to share because I think it ties in nicely with what you've been talking about lately with knowing your value and knowing your worth and knowing what you bring to the table. Yep. A father said to his daughter, you graduated with honors. Here is a car that I acquired many years ago. It is several years old, but before I give it to you, take it to the used car lot downtown and tell them I want to sell it. See how much they offer you. The daughter went to the used car lot, returned to her father and said, they offered me $1,000 because it looks very worn out. The father said, take him to the pawn shop. The daughter went to the pawn shop, returned to her father and said, the pawn shop offered $100 because it's a very old car. The father asked the daughter to go to a car club and show them the car. 
The daughter took the car to the club, returned, and told her father some people in the club offered $100,000 for it since it's a Nissan Skyline R34, an iconic car and sought out after by many. The father said to his daughter, the right place values you the right way. If you are not valued, do not be angry. It means you are in the wrong place. Those who know your value are those who appreciate you. Never stay in a place where no one sees your value. Love that. So I think that applies to work, but I also think it applies to relationships. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. So, you know, okay. So starting off with work, I mean, I think, I, I think it applies more to relationships than to work because can I be honest with you Yeah. about what scares me about that little essay Yeah. is there are some people who don't bring value. Right. And they feel like they're entitled to value. Oh, interesting. Right? I did not see this coming. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So the 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 only issue I have, well, I, the sen sentiment of that essay I think is terrific. And I know what message the author is trying to convey. But, but I think it's dangerous because there are people – um, the ones I have encountered are all much younger than I am, mm -hmm. but there are people who simply think that their presence is a value. Right. And for that, they should be rewarded. They also think that time spent in a place is a value. Mm -hmm. So they come in and they work for six months and they're like, yeah, how do I go about getting full time? You know, mm -hmm. like, well, that's not, we don't have full time, you know, like, well, I've been here six months. Yeah. I should be the next person to get, it's not, it's not based on merit or qualification or whatever. So I go, when it comes to professional stuff, I a hundred percent agree with that, but you have to bring value and a piece of advice that I used to give people is create a situation where you would be desperately missed if you left. Yeah. One of my friends gave me that tip. Um, at my first job and it kind of stuck with me. I mean, it sounds obvious, but that's how you get, that's how you earn your value. I think value has to be earned. Right. But at the same time, like you can love where you work, know that you're undervalued, know that you do a good job and it may not be the right place for you. Right. Um, there was a, I was in a job situation a while ago and I loved my boss. I loved my job, but I knew that I would never be up for the next promotion. Like I had topped out there. Right. Um, and I just, I knew I was valued, but I was valued at the level that I was at. Yeah. Not over anything else. And I wanted more. And, and you that were was a situation that I walked away from. You were in a tough situation, which I think is important because I've seen other people in you in the situation you were in who get stuck. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the job you're in can only give you so much value. Right. So you can love your boss. So so the next the next promotion for for Callie at this old job that she had would have required experience that comes from not being in that job for the past five years. Right. Like so the person that they hired had been out on tour with bands and had done all this stuff that you didn't have experience mm -hmm. doing. And that's so you can be very valued in the position you're in, but if you want a different position, you might have to leave. Yeah. So 
that work relationship wise, 5,000%, 5,000%. If you're not valued, you are in the wrong place. If you are not valued, you are in the wrong relationship. And I feel like a lot of people make excuses for that, but there's no, there's no excuse for that. Are as a woman, have you ever been in a relationship where you're not valued besides yeah. this one? Yes. And you didn't get my joke. <laughs> Just ignored it. Um, do you know it while you're in it? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, do people try to tell you while you're in it? No. I think there was a relationship that I wasn't valued in that I was – I was – trying to make myself better in order to be valued, but that's not in a relationship. That's not how it works. Oh. You don't make yourself someone. So someone else will love you. They love you or they don't. There's no like, well, I would love you more if you fill in the blank. Like, no, no, no. People have inherent value and you take it or leave it. You like it or you don't like it. There's no like wiggle room there. There was a relationship, um, right before I met you actually, that, I wasn't valued in, but I definitely realized it. And that's why we broke up. But the relationship, let's talk more about the relationship where you were trying to become the person that would be valued. Yes. Where, where do you draw the line between making changes? Because it, I think it's fair to make some changes and adjustments to be com more compatible, right? It's fair to say to someone, I, your smoking really bothers me. Right. It's not healthy. It's going to end your life early. I want to spend more of your life with you. It's a bad habit and it really grosses me out and it's a deal breaker for me. That, that is one thing. Saying, I won't propose to you until you lose weight or learn how to cook. Totally different. Yeah, but what if those are I think that's an those are extreme cases, but what if it's what if you're a person who doesn't like to cook? You just don't like to be in the kitchen, mm -hmm. right? You just don't like to cook. But your partner says, "Hey, I don't like cooking dinner every night. So, if we're going to stay in this relationship, I need to we're and we're not going to go broke ordering food every night. So, I, we need to split the cooking duties." Like is that that's I not, don't know. It's a good question. That's not diminishing value, right? That's no, that's not diminishing value. That's like partnership and like figuring out how to, how to, that's compromise. Scale, I guess that's compromise. Yeah. And there's a difference between compromise. But if you're in a relationship with you that doesn't value your time, your, you know, I was, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been in a relationship where you weren't valued? The probably. I think it was a marriage. You think it was? Yeah. Uh, Did you know it when you were in it? I don't know. Did you I block it all out? Uh, I don't think we valued each other. And uh, I think there's so many layers to that. Um, it, was it, it was just such a perfect storm for both her and I of... I don't want to say dysfunction, but like odd and unique circumstances 
where I don't think either one of us recognized how jacked up some of the parts of our relationship were. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like we were both only children, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that's a a big layer. There's just, there's a, a lot of layers to it that just made it. So no, I don't think I was valued, but I also don't think I valued her. Got Does it. Make sense? Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. Here is my TikTok tip of the day. This one I'm going to try this weekend. And I know it's going to bother you because you've been doing so good on Weight Watchers and stuff, but it involves baking a cake. Mm. A professional baker who has won pastry chef championships for baked goods Mm -hmm. gave this tip on TikTok. TikTok. You really have trouble with that. If you get a box of cake mix, instead of using vegetable oil, use melted butter. Add an extra egg and use milk instead of water. That cake will be the most fantastic, delicious cake that you have ever had. It will be wedding cake quality. Nobody will know that it came from a box. You can um, make that for me because I didn't have a birthday cake. I know. That's, that was my thinking. Um, they also said um, a little tip is to add some almond extract to a white cake or a little bit of coffee to chocolate cake, it'll send it through the roof. So well, I know what we're doing this weekend. Yeah. Should I do it on Saturday night when your parents come over or are they still hardcore dieting? Well, I think they're hardcore dieting, but you know if you make it and you have it out. I know, but I don't going to eat it. I don't want to damage their Well, you're going to damage it either way because if you make it on Friday and they're coming oh, over for dinner true. on Saturday, we're not going to eat the whole cake in one night. Yeah, and nope. and you can't make it on Sunday because on Sunday is when you go, "Oh, it's the beginning of the week. Time to eat better." Yeah, we're <laughs> going to be healthy starting now. If you have listened to me for the past year talk about how much I love Third Love and you're like, "You know what? They probably don't have anything that fits me." Let me tell you, Third Love has more than 80 sizes. Every Third Love bra is made with signature memory foam cups, no slip straps, and a scratch-free band. So that means they don't have a tag in it. They print their label right on the bra. They have cups from AA to I, including half cups, and bands from sizes 30 to 48. If you're not sure about your size, or maybe you just are curious and want to know what Third Love thinks your size is, take Third Love's online Fit Finder quiz. They're going to ask you a couple of questions. They will find your perfect fit and ship a perfect fitting bra to you in the Third Love sizing. Now, I was a skeptic. I had to see for myself, so I tried it out, and it did have the perfect fit. And the crazy thing is, they also have half sizes at Third Love, so I actually was a half size off And the bras fit so much better now that I have found my perfect fit with Third Love. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering Upside listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash upside for 20% off today. ButcherBox is a no-brainer. It is the highest quality meat, 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage pork, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, sugar and nitrate-free bacon, all the best and the freshest, and it's delivered right to your door. It's the most affordable and convenient way to get healthy, humanely raised meat. With ButcherBox, you're going to get the highest quality meat for about six bucks a meal. Every box 
has 10 pounds of meat. That's enough for 24 individual meals. It's all packed fresh. It's shipped frozen and it's vacuum sealed. So it stays that way. ButcherBox has excellent customer service. If you have any questions, reach out to them. You can't go wrong, especially when you go to butcherbox.com upside this month. Right now, you can get a free rack of St. Louis ribs, a pack of bacon, and one pack of pulled pork in your first box for free. That's a rack of ribs, a pack of bacon, and a pack of pulled pork in your first box for free. But you got to go to butcherbox.com upside. That's butcherbox.com upside upside. Buying new glasses used to take a lot of time. You would have to go in somewhere, get your eye exam, try on like a million pair of glasses. And then you better have your money saved up. Cause when I went in in college, glasses were like $350 and they were so expensive. It was so hard to be able to afford more than one pair of glasses. While Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores. Their glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. Sunglasses, progressives, and blue light lenses are also available. I have four pair of Warby Barker glasses. I'm about to order a fifth, and it's really fun to have different styles and to worry less about the price and worry more about the style and the comfort of your glasses. Now, here's the best part. They have a try-on program. You can go online and take the quiz at warbyparker.com upside. You can pick out five pair of glasses. They will ship them to your house with a prepaid shipping label. Shipping is free. And you can spend five days trying on all the different glasses that they send you. Maybe you, you know, try on different outfits with the glasses. Maybe you try different hairstyles. I don't know. That's just what I did because I really wanted to see how they were going to look in my day-to-day life. And I picked out two from the last batch. I sent them all back and then ordered the ones that I liked the best. Warby Parker makes it so easy to get new cute glasses. So if that's been on your list, you're going to want to try this. Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try on at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. They ship free. It includes a prepaid return shipping label. Try five pair of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day. Life is a journey. And if you fall in love with the journey, you will be in love forever. I would like a little bit of credit. I'll give you a lot of credit. (laughs) I'm not going to give you a little bit. I'll give you a lot of credit. What has happened this week? Callie. Well, we had a business meeting on Friday. Last Friday, we had um, a heart 20 21 planning meeting that was scheduled for November, but then Ellie showed up two or three weeks early. So we had to do it. It just got bumped. So we did that. And Cal, one of the things that we came up with in that meeting, and actually, before I say this, I do want to say a couple of advisory board members said that they would really enjoy, because part of the advisory board was going to be kind of a behind the scenes look of the growth of the Upside podcast and the Callie and Jeff empire or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the whole pandemic thing happened and then Callie getting knocked up and then Ellie. So there wasn't, everything was pretty status quo for the second half of last year. But now that we've had this meeting, we're invigorated and stuff. I think we should do an advisory board episode about our meeting, our meeting and and what our plans are for this year. So if you, if you would like to 
be in on that meeting, you have to join the advisory horde, which you can do by texting the word horde to 800-434-5454 and clicking on the link. That, that would be H-O-R-D-E. Yep. Um, so, or you can actually go to our website, go to callieandjeff.com and scroll down and there's an advisory horde button where you can click. Neat. Yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. So anyways, during that meeting, Callie uh, to, decided to, we divided up like kind of the routine behind the scenes stuff. Jeff, Jeff's whole thing is like, he feels like he does so much of the business stuff that he doesn't have time to focus on the creative stuff. And he's like, I need help. So what can you do? Like I need help. Or what can we offload to anyone? Yeah. And Callie took over QuickBooks and she's been obsessed. Well, okay. So I didn't know that I was going to be obsessed, but I have spent probably like 12 hours this week on QuickBooks and I love it. I have a love hate relationship with it. I love it because it's so fun to get organized and to categorize and feel like, okay, I am on top of my business and I know what's going on. The downside is it's so confusing because there's so many layers to it that I don't really get how the layers work. You know what I mean? Cause it's like categories, subcategories, layers, sub layers. And I'm like, what's the difference between a category and a layer? Like I don't, and it, it's just all this like mess. So I've spent probably 12 hours working on this, the first month of this year and like all of last year, cause we're about to have to do, you know, our taxes and stuff like that. And I'm trying to make my life easier. You know, we'll see. It will make your life easier. It'll well, make both I of thought our. thought that it would. Then I started Googling how to pull reports and stuff like that. And now I'm like, oh, maybe it's not going to give me what I need. Oh, no. Which would be. Do you have to start over? Um, I don't think so. I just haven't figured out yet how to. And I got to spend this probably on YouTube or something. But I got to figure out how to pull. I figured out how to pull expenses, which, you know, you send to your account. And you're like, here's expenses for our business. And here's what we made. I don't know how to pull profit. Oh, and well, isn't the, profit what we made minus expenses and there's our profit. Yeah. But the way that it's set up, it's set up with like all different. Yeah. You, it's not that simple. Just make up a number. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea. I mean, um, we, 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 you know, paid for the house and made our car payments and stuff. So just total that up and add a couple hundred extra bucks for pizzas that we ordered. There you go. Yeah. Profit. Anyway, so hopefully it'll make my life easier. I don't really know. Hopefully I become more in love with it. But right now it's just fun to like, you know, categorize everything and see it organized. And hopefully it stays that way. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. If you would be willing to let your mom pick your dates for you, you might want to sign up for Just Kibitz. Kibitz. Kibitz, K-I-B-B-I-T-Z. Um, it caters to Jewish daters who want to entrust their most important romantic choices to the one person who always has your back, mom. So Do you think your mom could have picked a match for you? Um. Yeah. I mean, who knows you better than your parents? Really? I think so. Well, I don't know. I left my house when I was... 18 yeah. to go work. So she wouldn't have known grown up me, but I would trust my parents with that when I was like, like if they said, if I was, you know, like still living in Syracuse and they were like, we've got somebody we think you should meet. 
Would you trust your parents? Hell no. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Number two, be like Linus. If you have a security blanket that you remember from your childhood, like Linus does, uh, or do you have a security blanket that you remember from your childhood, like Linus does, uh, know that there's a ton of benefits with that as an adult. Hmm. Not only are they soft and gentle to touch, but it can comfort you and bring you back to um, a more calm and peaceful time. So dig Oh, that. so having your thing from childhood. Yeah, dig it out. Oh, we have mine. It's upstairs in Ellie's room, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, number- Did you have one? I did, and it just disappeared. What was it? It was just a green and green blanket that somebody knit, oh. but I think it was falling apart. I mean, it did. When I say it disappeared, I think it probably fell apart, and my parents just got rid of it. Oh. Um, and then finally, here's a tip for you if you are clumsy: save the do not eat packets that come in like uh, boxes that have maybe electronics or shoes or mail order stuff like beef jerky has those packets yeah. in there that absorb moisture. Keep those in a Ziploc bag in your drawer. And if you ever drop your phone into a toilet or a sink or something Ooh, like that, smart. Yeah. Put it in a bag with those. They work better than rice. Huh. Those are my three random things. Mom brain, mom brain, mom brain. It's the intense mom brain call of the day. That was left on our voicemail <laughs> the other day. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go ahead and save a few bucks. And instead of having a big jingle made, we'll just use. Mom brain, mom brain, mom brain. It's the intense mom brain call of the day. My son, first son, was about two months old. Um, my family and I went to go eat at a restaurant about an hour and a half later panically searching for my keys. We walk out to the parking lot. And my car is still running with the keys in the ignition the whole time we were in the restaurant eating. So anything can go with mom brain. So good luck. Love you guys. Bye. If you have a mom brain incident that you would like to share with us, give us a call 800-434-5454. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Yesterday at this time, we talked about some foods that we love that were disappearing. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned the egg bites at Starbucks, Starbucks, mm -hmm. the sous vide egg bites. It's not all of them that are disappearing. It's just the one flavor that I like. What is it? Ham, cheddar and peppers? The ham and cheddar one. Mm. And that's gone. Yeah. They have other ones, just not the ones that I get. They have a bacon one that I the like. Bacon the bacon and Greer one is really good. Yeah, but here's the problem. The, ba the, the bacon on top, it's it doesn't cut easily. Mm. The ham and cheddar one, the ham was like in little pieces. It was like you know chunks. what that beef sounds like? Like your beef with those egg bites, like how their bacon's on top? Sounds like my dad's beef with Publix and the grocery carts. That they don't have the small carts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to serve a food, if you're going to sell a food, then have it be easy and convenient to eat. And I just, it's just too tough to cut the bacon one. So I always got the ham one. And somebody reported to us um, that they had that, the ham and cheddar egg bites saved as a favorite. Yeah. So they can, even though it's still not on the menu, they can access it mm -hmm. on their app. 
the Starbucks app, and they've changed it to seasonal. Mm. Which I think there's nothing seasonal about a ham and cheddar. Ham and cheddar is four seasons. Yeah. That's, that's just their way of phasing it out. Just the I'm way sorry. of letting their customers down gently. So, womp womp. Callie, you were talking about, you know, our lack of social interactions and it's probably going to be weird and just it obviously really, I think, affects us um, emotionally and mentally. And I recently had went in, inside Target, which I haven't done in a while, with my son who hadn't been in there. I don't even know, like the whole quarantine, everything, like nine months or whatever it is. And um, he also has been doing remote school for the past two months and hadn't really seen another child, obviously, in a long time, and he's the only child. So walking down the main aisle of Target, this little boy and his father are coming towards us, and the little boy's really looking at us, and I'm like, I don't think I know him. And um, all of a sudden, the little boy just waves to Donovan, Donovan waves back, and it was just so cute. I just, they, they all, like, were lacking social interaction, and it was just adorable. Um, but just wanted to share that. And yeah, can't wait for things to get back to a little more normal. Have a great day. Bye. We're a month into the year 2021. Are we sticking to our New Year's resolution that involves saving money? I got one tip for you. Go to lightstream.com slash upside and see if they can give you a credit card consolidation loan with a rate that starts at just 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit, and then consolidate your credit card payments down to that one loan because the average interest rate on credit cards is over 18% APR. 5.95% APR goes save you a lot of money. And there's your New Year's resolution. You can get your money as soon as the same day, which means you pay off those high interest rate credit cards. You don't have to pay that high interest anymore. And now you've got one payment at a lower fixed rate. You're saving money effective immediately with Lightstream. They believe that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. Just for Upside listeners, apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash upside. Subject credit approval rates range from 5.95% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Hey guys, I'm listening to episode 481 and I was listening to you guys talk about the TikTok tip um, not putting your groceries in bags, but I think that guy cheated because that's what Costco and Sam's have been doing for decades. So um, it's definitely the way to go. Okay. My phone's not stopping. Okay, bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. This is Jennifer. Uh, you talked about the laundry basket TikTok, TikTok trick in the um, show today and I just wanted to mention I found they're called Insta crates and basically they are crates that fold flat they're slightly smaller than a laundry basket but found them at Costco and they're fantastic I just keep them in the back of my car and because they fold flat they don't take up a lot of room and then I open them up for Costco trips 
trips that don't have to get the cardboard boxes. Um, and for grocery store pickup and stuff, they're just open in the back of the car and they can put the groceries right in. And it's so much easier. I have three of them. And so at most it's three trips to bring stuff into the house. So fantastic. Highly recommend Instacrates. All right. Thanks. Hope you guys have a great day. Like attracts like. You are a magnet. If you're negative, you're going to draw negativity. You're positive, you draw positive. You're a kind person, more people are kind to you. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand.